Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Request uh, to get some droppable players on the mailbag show. And we figured, you know what? It's a good time to just throw this into an episode and talk about some of the guys that we think that are droppable at this point. Trying to, we'll probably look at about 50% and up in um, ESPN leagues and tell you who we think should be, you know, banished to the waiver wire at this point. But before we do that, make sure you guys go check us out on Twitter at the FF Profit or Instagram at Fantasy Football Profit. And then also go subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash fantasy football profit so what i'm gonna do i'm just gonna pull up a list here i'm gonna pull up a list of players that are owned and just we'll kind of go through it and see uh probably start down about 50 percent and go up and see if we think um i haven't really looked at it so this is going to be we might go through this in like three minutes and be like oh there's really nobody to drop but <laughs> i should have planned that out now well, well uh i don't think there's really that many people at quarterback so i might skip quarterback because um at 50 per, well you know what there actually is at quarterback's not as big of a deal but at 50 percent up at quarterback you got like Gardner Minshew who I'm completely fine if you drop so that's there's one for you right there um running back wise so at running back if we go around the 50 percent mark you got players like Cam Akers comes in about 51 percent that's a good one to start with Cam Akers how would you feel about dropping Cam Akers if you could say if you still have Cam Akers in your team at this point do you just hold and hold and hope he becomes something yet, or are you good with getting rid of him? It's a, I have this like terrible feeling of getting rid of players like that, and then they blow up in the in the future. Maybe I shouldn't think that way, and you, that's a bad way to manage a team. But I know it's in my mind all the time. Yeah, I get it. Um, I think with Cam Akers, I think you have to make the distinction, right? If you need that spot for someone else, and you can't just hold on to him to find out if he's going to be useful for a keeper or something of that nature, then a hundred percent Cam Akers is is droppable. I know that he missed a few games, but, hey, he has not been that good in the limited time we've seen him. And, hey, there's like three guys there that they keep rotating through that Rams offense is, is tough to decide. So Cam Akers would be droppable. But I, I do get your point because at what point are they going to try to force him in the into the lead back role? And if you are in a keeper league, what if he does blow up in the last four weeks or so and you could keep him for next to nothing? I don't know, but – for for my yeah. in my in my view, I think he is droppable. What about you? I guess if you need the spot, he is. But you'd have to be desperate, I guess. And not I mean a desperate situation. I hate getting rid of him because I don't know what he is yet. I'd rather keep. I'd actually I'd still I'm gonna lean on keeping him for a couple more weeks. I'm gonna lean that way, unless you absolutely need the spot. But I'll lean towards keeping him. I just I wanna see what he is. I think there's something there. Another a similar vein here, next player, rookie, JK Dobbins. He's 53% owned. I think I'm definitely going to lean towards the side of keeping J.K. Dobbins, especially with the Mark Ingram injury. We don't know how long that's going to be and how that's going to play out. Because, I mean, can you really is, – is Gus Edwards really going to play ahead of J.K. Dobbins? Like, is that truly going to happen if Ingram's out? I mean, <laughs> I, I can't imagine. But even if it does, if there's only two of them, I mean, we say that, but they'll probably slide, you know, the fourth running back up. I would think that if an injury does occur, J.K. Dobbins' stock rises pretty, pretty heavily. So I can understand keeping him. But the numbers, you know, once again, if you desperately needed it, I understand it, but you probably won't get him back because I'm assuming someone will scoop him up. 
So on this one, I'm a little more towards keeping him. Yeah. But in that same vein of like you're you're banking on something happening or then you're gonna see something by the end of the year. But yeah, I don't I don't expect the numbers to get better if it you know, if Ingram and if things stay the same. Here's an interesting one. Josh Kelly, fifty five percent owned. So Austin Eckler, the the latest word was saying they think he'll be back later rather than sooner, which isn't great. So Josh Kelly, just in that regard alone, you feel like you probably have to keep him just because of the Eckler injury? Are you leaning that way? I think might be. I, I don't know. Here's the last games for Josh Kelly, though. So in week five, 11 carries for 29 yards. Okay, and th- only one catch for nine. So 11 carries for 29, one catch for nine. The week before, nine carries for seven yards. He did have three catches for 26 there. The week before, eight carries for 43, two catches for nine in that game. The week before, 23 carries for 64 yards, two catches for 49, so that was better. And then the game before, 12 for 60. It's not great. No. He he did his best work in week one and two, and that was when Eckler was still around. Uh I mean, Justin Jackson seems to be the guy that's trending in the right direction, not Joshua Kelly. Um, and even him, I mean, I have major, you know, major worries about it. I guess the big one too is like Herbert has been doing very, very well. What happens if he kind of takes a backslide, which wouldn't be out of the question because he's, you know, a rookie, you have game tape on him to study now. Maybe they will start giving these guys a few more carries, but between the two of them, I am completely lost. If I had a different route to go, I would take it. I don't know if you do, <laughs> but it, it, that's why I would be, I mean, it's hard to drop these guys, but I don't think they offer huge upside. No, I think you, I think it's plenty. I think, I think all these guys, are the first ones we've talked about, I think they are all droppable, but I also see the upside on keeping them. You know, it's one of those yeah. where I see why you can keep them on your team. I see that upside, but I also think they are very droppable. I guess that I guess that is the most important one. Yeah. Everyone knows, like, oh, I want to keep this guy, yeah. but everyone we've talked about out of those four set, because yeah. I think after this it might change up a little bit. Um, after all, of, all of the four of those have this, like, should I keep them? Should I wait? How long should I wait? Yeah. If you were going to keep one of them and drop all other all the other three, which one would you be more likely to keep? Dobbins. Okay, I'm the same way. I would, and I, so I would yeah. think that. Those other three for sure are droppable. What about Adrian Peterson? <clears throat> I'm okay with dropping Adrian Peterson. I'm okay with dropping him too. Because I just don't think he's going to – I don't think you need to play Adrian Peterson. Uh, I, I don't think his value is going to get worse than it is, but I just don't think that he has the value for you. Yeah, he's been solid. I, I do have to give that yeah. to him. Like you, you can play him in a pinch. That is no big deal. But if Swift does continue yeah. to get more carries, then it will hurt his value. Yep. And yeah, so I'm okay with it. I don't, you know, 10 points is pretty much the top right now. There's a couple handcuffs up here too. Latavius Murray, Chase Edmonds. That depends on the situation. To me, handcuffs are always droppable if you don't have the starter. You know what I mean? Like if you you have the starter, it's a lot harder to do it. I completely If you don't have the starter, you can get rid of him if you want. Edmonds I know has some upside there, but I'm okay if you need the spot. James White is owned in 67% of leagues. James White's an interesting one. This can also depend on, I guess, if you're standard or PPR. But if you're PP- PPR, okay. If you're standard, I would drop standard. Him. You can drop him. PPR, yeah. I wouldn't. He right. did have eight for sixty-five catches the other night, so I get it. But I still, in standard scoring, I think you can definitely drop him. 
Some other guys I'm probably keeping. Uh, I'll go up to Leonard Fournette, 74% owned Leonard Fournette. He hasn't, he didn't, he didn't play. Um, what? He, two of the last three weeks, I don't think he, he didn't play at all. And then he only had one snap in week five. This is a tough one because is if is it because of health or what? But I think you can drop him because I think Ronald Jones is taking a stranglehold on that job. Yeah, I agree. I never thought I would say this, but Rojo has been playing so well that I think even when Leonard Fournette is healthy enough to play, that uh, I don't know what kind of role that would be because I think you have to give Ronald Jones the benefit of the doubt. You have to continue to give him the bulk of the load because that is how he's been able to produce and they've been winning because of that. So, yeah, I would be okay with dropping Fournette. Never thought I would say that in the beginning of the year. I think everybody else above the list, above that level, you're keeping. I don't really see a scenario well, where you drop anybody else. Honestly, Devin Singletary, no. Yeah, I wish I could say drop, yeah. but no, we were just very upset with him. Yep. No, what about the? Well, okay, yeah, it's pretty much Madison is. Uh, you just can't yet without until you know what happened, what's going to go on with Cook. Sure, the only other one would be Jarek McKinnon. Which, with Mostert now out for who knows how long again, I think you can't. At this point, I think McKinnon stays. I think that's where we're at. Yep. Okay. Wide receiver wise, so we've got some rookies here above fifty percent. T. Higgins, Henry Ruggs. Um, I don't like dropping any of those, but again, I'll say this again. I think they are droppable if you need this. If you absolutely, this is the worst of your bench, and you need to pick up a position player, a different position, like you know, if you need a quarterback for the week and T Higgins or Henry Ruggs are the worst player on your bench and you have a bye week at your quarterback and you can't drop your quarterback, then I get it. Right. I'm okay. You do it then, but I, um, I would rather not drop them to be honest. So I don't know if you're probably same, same kind of boat there. I'm guessing I'm in the same boat. I, first of all, these, I feel like wide receivers as far as percent roster is really all over the board. Yeah. So I do have to ask you a few and I think it might no, be I got some here, yeah. It might be easier to do uh this or that yeah. because if we just start saying who would you drop it becomes very difficult. Uh who would you rather have you have to drop one? AJ Green, Jerry Judy. I think I want AJ Green. It's weird to say, I guess, but I don't think Judy's shown me enough. What has he's really shown? He caught one right. you've got one nice catch I saw a couple weeks back, I think week 4 maybe. One nice touchdown, but uh, Henry Ruggs or Emmanuel Sanders? I'd rather have Ruggs with Sanders <laughs> with uh, with Thomas coming back. Yep, I agree with you. Um, yeah, I think I'm there. How is uh, kind of actually that's kind of mind blowing. I'll just say one name here: yeah. Marvin Jones. Drop him. Yeah, don't even don't even think about it. I'm okay with that. Just going. He needs to go to the waiver wire. Sixty three percent owned. Get rid of him. I don't even have to line this up to anyone else. But what about T Y Hilton? Oh God, get him off your team. I just did tonight. <laughs> He's gone. He's gone. T.Y. Hilton, waiver wire. <laughs> That's all he needs. He does. There's no comparison. Who you want? Okay. Who do I want to compare T. T.Y. Hilton? Hmm, let me think here. Oh, would I rather have T.Y. Hilton or Traquan Smith? I probably rather Traquan <laughs> Smith. It's, it's bad, man. He's he's brutal right now. So no, um, definitely don't. Uh, yeah, get rid of him. T.Y. Hilton, Marvin Jones. Just get rid of him. Yeah. What are you feeling about Michael Gallup now? I don't. I'm. I don't love the situation at all. I really don't love the situation. Andy Dalton didn't look good. I mean, this could change. I think I'm not. I'm not ready to give up on it. I was gonna say. Okay, I'm not there. I'm not gonna say drop Gallup yet. I'm not ready to give up on the team, the offense completely yet. 
It was one game, one bad game. I still think there's hope. I'm not going to say get like you can drop Gallup yet, but I'm close. I am very close as well. If they if they don't perform against Washington, I think it's time. You can I think you could get rid of Gallup. Well, the how how good CD Lamb has looked and then you still yeah. have Amari Cooper and obviously Zeke. But look, when Dak was balling out of control and they were passing it all over the place, Michael Gallup still only had one big game. Yep. You know, was he you know, was he worth having? Sure. But in week three against Seattle, he had that six for one thirty eight and a touchdown. Other than that, he didn't get another touchdown. Um, 73 yards was the highest in week five after that. Then it was like 23, 29, 15, 58. Um, it's not someone that you can really pr- like predict or rely on. And then you downgrade the offense a bit, even if they're still going to be behind in every game. I don't think that mm-hmm. they're going to be as prolific as they were with you know a, a deck. I, I have to believe that Michael Gallup is very close to being on the chopping block for yeah. fantasy. Yep. You have any other players out there? Um, yeah, uh, what was I looking at? I believe there's one more player that I would get your opinion on. Um, obviously, you would keep him. Um, where are you at? Actually, I'm not not even a not even a cut, but I do want to know where you're at with Juju. I, I keep bringing his name yeah. up because every time because okay, actually, I'll do this: Juju and Deontay Johnson. Mm-hmm. Because Juju, you're not you're not cutting. Okay, we just you can't. We're not cutting him. But Deontay Johnson, he he started strong, right? I think with Deontay Johnson, I think you got to wait it out. I think you got to wait for a healthy week, a full healthy week. If this is going to be that week, um, I'm I I think I have to wait. I think I do. Um, yeah, but you know what? James Washington stepped up too. In Claypool, obviously, and then you still have Juju. Like Juju's not going anywhere. I'd I'd, I'd like to see it, but okay, he's droppable if you need him. If I'm okay with getting rid of him, if you need the spot, you can you can drop him. That's what I'm going to be with. A lot of these are going to be if if you need a spot, feel feel okay dropping him. I would say, but I'd rather wait it out. All right, here's the last one I'll throw at you, Julian. I was going to bring him up, (laughs) so I wanted to bring up Edelman because he's had one good game, right? And it's been poor after that, and the offense looked bad against Denver. It's it's never. I know people. You this is the one I feel like will get backlash on if I say you can drop him. But you know what? I'm okay with it. I'm too. I am. I'm okay with it. And yeah, he's gonna probably be, he'll probably have another good game. But you know what? It's so inconsistent and unreliable that I don't I don't really want to deal with it. Dude, the game against Seattle was mind-blowing. The fact that he could go for 179 yards is really crazy. It does bother me that he wasn't able to get in the end zone. Yep. I mean, it's a lot of short passes, and they've not yet been able to duplicate that. Yep. And, uh, you know, I know Cam was out and, you know, all that stuff. But still, mm-hmm. I don't like the way it's going. If you can't trade him, I'm completely fine with dropping him. All right. Do you got any tight ends? I'm going to throw out tight ends real quick before we end this thing. There might be a couple well, guys I was going to say, what tight end is not droppable? <laughs> so the, I know a lot of them are. Um, so I'll just throw out Zach Ertz. So Zach Ertz with the injury, three to four week thing here. Would you would you drop him? Would you feel okay dropping Zach Ertz? I'll say this. He was dropped in our league tonight. So. Yeah, I actually am okay with it. Yeah. It, it, if it's like a four week thing. I'm not sure if my hand my hand would be shaking as I did it because I'd be like, this is the dumbest thing ever. But, but he hasn't been very if good. If you're going to be gone for a month, you haven't been good already. 
and Goddard is coming back at some point too, as long as my information is not completely off the yeah, wall. He should be. He should be coming off of IR soon, and he was already better than him before. Um, yeah, I'm I'm mm-hmm. okay with it. Yep. Yeah, a lot of I mean a lot of the other tight ends are droppable. I'll say that any a lot of these players, these lower levels are. Um, yeah. T- Tyler Higby, droppable. To me. Higby, Hooper, Hurst. I think yeah. all those guys, right? Like you don't have to if you if they're your second tight end. Yeah, you're you're fine getting rid of them if they're your, if they're your second. Don't keep a second tight end. Yeah, or if you you know I've, I'm fine with dropping those guys. Pretty much everyone down there. Ebron, even Jacecki, I like his upside, but well, now you know he's up and down already. And then you throw two into the mix. It's, yeah, because a lot of this will be depend on if you've like had a you have another tight end that kind of emerged. I don't know who emerged, but if you have you, you just can feel like you can get rid of a guy. Yeah, you get rid of him if you don't need him. Evan Ingram, yeah, I'm okay with dropping him. I'm okay with dropping pretty much every tight end. Except like the top top guys, Kelsey Kittle, you know Andrews Waller. I don't want to drop those guys. Obviously, um, I'll be honest. After that, even Hunter Henry, like there's a lot of guys I'd be okay with getting rid of if you for some reason I mean, I, needed to. I wouldn't get rid of Hunter Henry. No, but I mean, if it depends on the situation. Oh, it just I mean, depends, sure. Like in in a in I don't know. I don't, I don't honestly know what that situation is. Well, here's, but, here's a question. This is a real life scenario yeah. that I know a lot of people are going to be going through, right? So. Uh, take me for example this week because of the way buys and everything go i have say four different positions Mm -hmm. i have to fill right Mm -hmm. and a lot of those would be like kicker qb things that i don't hold two of yep so i have to do that and say tight end is one of them hunter henry is my tight end i have to replace him i also have to replace a few others so i don't have any bench spots would you get rid of a wide receiver that you kind of like or would you take the chance that hunter henry would not be there when you when he like when you come back to get him and say you're replacing him with, uh, okay. That's the key. Say you're replacing him with, um, Higby or Hooper. And I know you're not a big fan of either of them. So <laughs> I think I'm okay with that. And you're still okay with it. All right. Because I don't think, I think Henry is a player who I think we have always, I mean, we've done it on this show for years. And I think in general fantasy has done it is we keep waiting for him to become that guy. And, he hasn't really done it, you know? So I honestly think I would be okay if you got a, and I don't love like the Hooper Higby Hurst level player, but Gronk level play, even maybe I would, I would do it. And I think if, if, if you didn't want to get rid of the other positions, I think I would be, I wouldn't feel great about it, but I would do it and I would feel okay about it. (laughs) I'll say that, you know, you know, that's where I think it's honestly the top, the top guys are. Yeah, tight ends just different. So, but all right, good old droppable players. It's always it's always tough. It's tough to drop players you drafted and had high hopes for. I get it. It always is. I know this is such a weird one too. I would take it a little bit deeper actually, and I'm gonna go to kicker yeah, because I know people are actually gonna be wondering about this. What kickers would you just not? Would you not drop? Would you uh, grab a streamer and hold on to the other kicker, or are you automatically kicking that guy off? Is it like the top three, top five? How do you deal with kickers when you have to deal with the bye week? Hmm. I, you know what? It. I mean, normally I would have said uh, there would have been a few of them before. I mean, Justin Tucker. I don't drop Justin Tucker. Honestly. After Justin Tucker, it's tough. I guess, you know, it, it, again, if, if this is a situation where if you have a bench player that's crap, you can get rid of get rid of that. Don't get rid of some of these guys at the top. 
I don't want to get rid of Justin Tucker at all. I know the other guys who are near the top of the list so far this year, like a Jason Sanders has been, you know, putting up points. Rodrigo Blankenship's been putting up points. You know, those kind of guys. <laughs> Young Ho Young Ho Koo has been putting up points, right? Um, you don't like necessarily want to get rid of those guys, but I think I'd be okay with it. Harrison Bucker has not been putting up very good points. And he cost me a freaking game the other night. Him and Mike McCarthy. Morons. Um Yeah, I'd drop Harrison Bucker. Idiot. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm, all right, that's one. So you pretty much have one person that you wouldn't drop. You just wouldn't get rid of Justin Tucker. I'd fire Mike McCarthy if I could. <laughs> there we go. That as well. If they give you the the ability to fire. Still bitter. No. Ah, I, I thought I got over that. I, I said I had one. I had said uh, this was like I said it in my head. I think the other day I was gonna make make a comment. Fantasy football doesn't really affect me anymore. I don't take wins and losses very hard hard anymore. I guess it's a lie. <laughs> I was like, when? Since when? Oh, I thought I thought I had I thought I had matured, Jeff, in my thirty fourth, almost thirty fifth year. You never mature out of that. It always bothers you. I need that right there. That that title. That that championship. You're not getting it this year. Unfortunately, I don't think I am either. I can I can say that pretty safely at this point. Oh, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. I need to win this year. I need a win. It's probably not going to happen. All right. That's going to do it for Dropable Players. We'll be back Sunday night. Talk about the, what, week seven? Week seven? Week seven? Jeez. We might have to do some, like, mid-season awards next week. Okay. Really will. Like, next week, Friday's episode might be mid-season awards. I think we're there already, which is insane. But, all right. That'll do it for today. Talk to you guys next time.